I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design. The National Kitchen and Bath Association conducts one of the most comprehensive kitchen competitions I know of. Many designers and architects I've spoken to are not even aware of the competition, so I wanted to shed some light on the subject of the competition itself and the NKBA as well. Here's what you need to know in advance. The competition offers cash prizes plus bragging rights, of course, in a number of categories, but you must be an NKBA member to participate. So I reached out to them and spoke to Elle Millard. She's a certified kitchen designer and industry relations manager for the NKBA. She joined me for a conversation about the NKBA and the kitchen competition itself. I enjoyed the chat with Elle immensely, and I was reminded that designers and architects need only research opportunities that allow them to showcase their work using the marketing power of other organizations. This is a great example, and the NKBA provides a wonderful opportunity to do just that. Speaking of kitchens, Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond. Always first with what's next in the kitchen and bath. That's the philosophy of second-generation president Russ Diamond. His travels take him across the planet, looking for the appliances, fixtures, and finishes for the kitchen and bath that allow designers and architects to create amazing spaces for their clients. Products that make life better, like those from Mila. I toured the Mila showroom and was blown away by all of the products that Mila has to offer, from coffee machines to ovens, ranges, hoods, combo steam ovens, washers, dryers, all imbued with Mila's Immer Besser philosophy, hard-coded into the very DNA of this family-owned and operated company since its founding in 1899. Mila products are made to serve and built to last. They possess the form and function you expect and they were created with the future in mind. The technology integrated in these appliances are tremendous, and they are designed to work together seamlessly, all to make life easier. Now, combine these world-class products with the amazing Snyder Diamond service, and you have a powerful partnership. Find out more at any of the three Los Angeles area Snyder Diamond showrooms and check out some fantastic limited time offers and promotions from Mila while you're there. You can also learn more at SnyderDiamond.com. Before we get into this conversation with Elle, I want to thank you for listening and invite you to join in the conversation. You can find us at Convo by Design on Twitter and at Convo by Design with an X on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find videos from these conversations on our YouTube channel. Again, search Convo by Design, and you'll find over 120 videos uh, from some of your favorite guests. This is the NKBA's Elle Millard. So Elle, with the National Kitchen and Bath Association, the NKBA, we were talking about the competition. So tell me about, I, I love this, um, I love how exciting it is, and it's really exciting now. Tell me about the competition. Yes. So we have designers that compete for recognition in the industry, essentially. So the best of the best in the nation apply for different categories, including large luxury bath, universal design, outdoor kitchens. There's a variety of categories in which we recognize excellence. And this year, we opened up a few new categories 
um, to see if we could drive some new buzz around the competition and get some excitement. So the purpose behind the competition is oftentimes designers don't know how to market themselves and they don't know how to get in front of the media. So the competition allows us that opportunity to get excellent, excellent kitchen and bath designers recognition from some big time magazines. And this year we've, uh, we've hit some home runs with Boston Globe, Washington Post, and all of those images that they ask for via content come from our design competition. So this is an opportunity that our designers get heavy recognition. It's just, it's not local recognition. This is a national competition. Now we do have chapter competitions throughout the US and Canada from our local chapters. But what NKBA puts on is the, the big poobah, the grand poobah, and looking for really who's up and coming, who's been around. It's looking for those fresh new ideas to get some, some new attention out there in the industry. So let me ask you something. In the last five years that you've been there and you've been doing this, can you, can you think of anything in particular? Because you, you bring up such a good point about designers and architects not, not knowing how to truly market themselves. And it's a little surprising, but have you learned any or gleaned any tips, tricks, hacks, um, techniques that designers and architects can really, creatives can take away from this uh, that you've learned from the competition that has, that really helps them market themselves and their firms? Yeah. So like the first step is just show up, right? So you have to apply to the competition and we so, see so much talent that doesn't apply. And it, it's mind boggling to think that people with such an immense skill level will let this opportunity pass them by. So first thing is show up, make sure you apply to the competition. And once you apply, give it your all, make sure your photography is impeccable, make sure your drawings meet our graphic and presentation standards, like just follow the rules. And so many people, it's not that they get disqualified, um, because they didn't follow the rules, but they, they didn't give it their all. So this year we had some comments from our judges say, you know, first, second, and third were obvious from the get-go. Like they went through the whole process, which is a rigorous process, but the drawings were super clean, very detailed, organized, and their renderings matched their photography was amazing. So the design statements were clear. They were very, they were into it. They were in it to win it. And I think what, anytime you show up, you have to put yourself out there to, to win the competition. And you have to also be acceptable to take rejection. I mean, you're not going to win everything, but those that really put themselves out there are seeing big return on their investment. So, I mean, there's people that they're going to win $10,000 for the best overall kitchen. Then we also give out a $10,000 prize for best overall bath. And this year they'll also get a spread in Lux magazine. Like that's awesome. There's a lot of monetary value added to these competitions. And I, it just, I blows my mind when I hear people that didn't apply, they didn't have enough time, whatever it is, we give plenty of notice and you, you can submit things from 18 months ago. So you have some time to have your things prepared and ready 
for the the opening of the competition. What are the what are the categories for this? So we have we have kitchen categories and bath categories, and then some that overlap. We have large luxury kitchen, medium kitchen, small kitchen. Then we have large luxury bath, uh, small bath, and powder room. Those are kind of the bath categories. We also have universal design, outdoor kitchen. There's a builder remodeler award. And we opened up the concept categories this year. And to my surprise, we didn't have enough people submit for our concept categories. So we we were not able to give anything away um, in those categories. But it's an opportunity for people to really shine and for the design community that doesn't have endless budgets, that gives them the opportunity to show their dreams, show what's in their head, their that artistic ability that they really can shine. So I'm hoping next year we have that opportunity to really market that differently and get people excited about that concept category because it's so often that there's true talent out there that doesn't have the, you know, quarter million dollar budgets to renovate, uh, but they have great ideas. Or maybe their client does have the budget, but they don't have the creative flexibility to be able to maneuver some of those cool fixtures and materials into the space. So that's an opportunity for designers to really shine and show that wackadoodle side, uh, which is my favorite side. <laughs> Do you know what? Mine too. Um, it, 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 you know what it reminds me of when you go to the auto show and you see the concept cars? Yes. You know, and you can see what what is what is working in in a mind that wasn't made for you know putting a minivan or or a sports car or a traditional type of vehicle on the road. You can look at the same idea for a living space. I I love that. Yeah, it's so fun. Nobody likes boring. I mean, there's a a plenty of people that do like boring. That's what sells. But there's there's room for this creative <laughs> opportunity as well. <laughs> well, hey, so let me ask you something. Else. Why do you think you didn't get more entries? I, I have my own theories, probably a couple of them. You know, I'm curious to to know what you think, though. So I've asked a couple of our designers, and some of them are, are intimidated, and yeah. it's purely the unknown. So. Um, I've heard a couple of designers say, oh, I don't have time to really like give this my all. So if I gave you what I had, I, it doesn't really compare to what I think others would do. So there's this intimidation factor of where they see other designers going above and beyond and them not giving it their all. So that's interesting to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm mind blown that people don't take this and run with it. To me, this is my favorite category because there is no limits. There's no judging. There's no budget. There's no ceiling restraints. I mean, if you wanted to have a tree come out of your cabinets, you can. I mean, you can make your treehouse kitchen. I mean, anything could go. It really just had to be functional was, was the guidelines behind that and meet our standards. So if you can draw in your your lines and use the proper um, symbols that there was no real restrictions here other than your imagination. Well, and to your original point, I, I think that designers, uh, and you know, I, I really do hate to sort of lump everyone into a category, but I will tell you this, having done the podcast now for five years and spoken with 
literally not exaggerating, hundreds of designers and architects, some constants tend to come forward. Your idea that many don't market themselves is absolutely true and, and proven out in the marketplace. Another thing is that they lack the time my you know in 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 talking to so many designers about how they operate their business and the things that they do i've come up with sort of a number basically the average designer is spending 110% of their time that they've allocated for business on their business which means that that extra 10% has to come from somewhere else in their business and that's or somewhere else in their in their life rather and that's before they start doing their their marketing and and social media and this seems like not an easy way but it seems like a way that that is conducive to their to the business of of the creatives as we're talking about because this is what they do they do their designs they do their jobs they do their projects they do their work and this seems like a matter of just being able to uh fit their project submission into your construct yes i mean absolutely as an independent designer so many of us wear a thousand hats. So we're trying to market ourselves. We're trying to update our websites. We're trying to stay uh, active on social. We're trying to stay current at the trade shows. We're trying to run a business. I mean, all of these things cloud the, the amount of time you really have at the end of the day. And for me, I feel like we really need to focus with our designers and set out a real good business plan that says, you know, so much of my time every day is going to be dedicated towards X, Y, and Z. And part of that plan, if competitions is where it's at, to me, that in my opinion, I think that that's a great avenue for marketing yourself. You should be able to dedicate X amount of time every day to say, you know what, I'm going to, or every week if it's not every day. I'm going to put myself out there with different publications. I'm going to put myself out there in different competitions. And there, there's a strategy behind that. So you can't apply to every competition out there and expect to win and expect that a publication is going to want to pick up your stuff. That's pretty obvious. But the strategy behind it also is you don't want your, your um, design to win too many times because the media gets bored with that too. So you want to have a strategy and say, where am I going to get the biggest bang for my buck? And if you're a kitchen designer, the National Kitchen and Bath Association should be your first priority. There are other great competitions out there. But from a national perspective, this will give you tremendous leverage in the industry. And it's it's total bragging rights. You can put things in your showroom. You can market them on your website. So there's we do wear all these hats, but there needs to be some some kind of strategy and plan set around why we do the things we do. Yeah, and in in addition to that, I think that, um, you know, when you talk about relationships with national publications and magazines, you know, it is a fact that over the last ten years, rate bases continue to drop. People are are it, everyone is finding it hard to find that additional time to to pick up media and and to really read. And what that means is that the publishers work harder. I know as a publisher, I work harder to try to find better stories and find the things that people really want to see. It, the luxury of producing more is gone because time is at a premium and magazines are no different. So they, it's harder for designers and architects to get published, which is, which is also why this is such tremendous value because you're providing the coverage. What is the relationship that you have? So for instance, they'll, they'll get a spread in Lux. Um, 
talk to me about the relationship that you have with the media and how you sort of work symbiotically together. Yes. So we have PR agents that work on our behalf um, to get NKBA in the media and recognized. And as part of that, we are an unbiased opinion based on the whole industry. So we're technically Switzerland. So, But we have a lot of information and content to give to the media. So we fit in with many of their stories. So, And this is part of my job, a big part of my job, is speaking to media um, regarding content. If it's technology, certain colors in the kitchen, subway tiles, soaking tubs. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. And they look for information from NKBA specifically. Well, we obviously get our content from trade shows, our design competition, and we're able to leverage that on behalf of our members. So that that relationship alone is worth its weight in gold. And it's not a sure thing. Their content varies uh, depending on what their, their calendars look like and you know what hot topics and what their readership looks like. But NKBA's relationship with them is to help bring content to their readers. So if it's a consumer, if it's to the trade, we kind of fit into this really specific, cool niche that is marketable towards both. And we're able to give them uh, statistics based on our research that we do and things of that nature. So there's that avenue of media that's kind of, you know, it just, it depends on what the stories look like. Then we have relationships with these magazines. Uh, we do events with some magazines. We have advertisements in some ad magazines. And we give opportunities, such as the one with Lux, uh, where we were able to work out a deal to get our uh, design competition winners, the best of the best, a one-page spread each in Lux magazine, which that itself uh, has – the dollars on that I can't even wrap my head around. We get some numbers – based on how much reach happens. So these people are getting the $10,000 prize plus the recognition. Uh, we also have our local magazine, or our, not our local magazine, but our NKBA magazine, the Innovation and Inspiration magazine. So it goes out to the trade as well. So we hit uh, a variety of magazines and our relationship is varied depending on you know what they're looking for. And so, and by the way, so innovation and inspiration. So, talk, so you have all these projects. And by the way, if people want to go and see who's won which category over which years, they can do that. Yes. Yeah, so we we produce a KBiz magazine. KBiz is the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, which happens every year. This year it will be in Vegas, or this year as in 2019, will be in Vegas in February. And we put out a special edition around KBiz, and those design competition winners get uh, full coverage in that magazine as well as at our booth at KBiz. All of their images are on a rolling loop. Um, you can see some video. And oh, by the way, at KBiz, before um, the opening day, which it starts on a Tuesday, we have a design competition ceremony. And this is a big deal. I mean, we pack the house with people interested in seeing who these winners are. And it is a full-blown party event around these designers. So they get all that recognition at KBiz in addition to the money and the magazines. It doesn't just stop with um, with publications. It, the, the opportunities are so, so valuable that it just seems um, like amazing opportunities oozing. I, I can't express enough how excited I get about this competition. No, it's really cool. And and it's interesting too, El. So 
your your role with the NKBA, you're the industry relations manager. So yeah. you have you have a lot invested in this. You see all these projects. You're working with the with the industry. Tell me about your role and and how it how you work with the industry through the NK, NKBA. Yes. So I am a certified kitchen designer as well. And my background came from restaurant design. So my role with NKBA has morphed into an influencer role. Influencer as far as marketing, getting people excited about the NKBA, but also influencing people, um, consumers and other trades to know about products from our members. Uh, And, you know, there's cool things happening in the plumbing industry. There's cool things happening with technology. And it's my job to filter that through back to the trade and help be a representation uh, or um, give good representation of the NKBA based on the knowledge that we kind of learned from different trade shows. Um, I do a lot of panels to help educate the trade as well as the, the consumer audience. Which is which is great, which is awesome, and I, I love that. In addition to that, and I I kind of want to veer off a little bit um, because you and I have spoken before. You you are a vast resource. The NKBA in general is a vast resource, but you in particular, I, I love your insight, and you know it's really interesting because having spoken to and covering a lot of chefs and also restaurant architects, it's really interesting the things that one can learn about residential kitchen design from the pros and you know from the restaurant rather from the restaurant trade you know you don't necessarily want to put industrial kitchens together in a in a residential home because it's overkill but there are a lot of things that you can learn and you can starting with um trades uh trends and developments what are as you look in the competition i think is a is a great way to see that what are you seeing um and again i always i always differentiate trends from trendy because it's very very different you know trendy is, is not something that that designers or architects really like to talk about that i found and i and i love that I, th- I get it i think it makes sense but trends i think are really important because they kind of indicate where where the business is going where the where the style where the sensibilities are going in the next you know 12 to 18 months what are what are you seeing that may have surprised you or that you find different this is like my favorite topic. Um, <laughs> so um, last year, it ebbs and flows too, right? So depending on the year, what's happening politically, like trends evolve based on a multitude of things. So last year, I found it very, very interesting that these really bright, bold luxury appliances were seen in the um, the competition. And they stood out. I mean, there was many of them in the competition. I saw all of the submissions come through and then the winners and the consistency there. And it's not of one specific color. It isn't that greenery, you know, the color of the year was hot and trendy. It is pretty much this like customization of anything goes. So that was really cool to see. We saw a bright cobalt blue, like a Lockhorn new stove. There was some blue star in there. The appliance manufacturers are killing it 
with um, coming out with new ideas for technology and color so that designers have that creative flexibility. So color is definitely coming back. Uh, thank goodness, because, you know, we see a lot of white um, and white is gorgeous. It's safe. It's timeless. And that's still trending. It will still be popular for years to come. But it is with these bold accents of color. So that was something that was um, very interesting in the kitchen side of things is bringing back of color. And I do see, uh, for those of you who don't love the like boldness of color, I, I have been seeing a lot of the black stainless, lots of brass, which is lovely. We're seeing that in accents uh, throughout the appliances and um, some new technologies too. That is something that really surprises me that hasn't really caught on. And we can go into that a little bit later, but um, it, when we go back to the trends in the bathroom, the soaking tub is huge. Uh, most all of the large bathrooms that we saw had some kind of soaking tub and the roll-in curbless showers. Uh, that concept in universal design is dominating big time in the bathroom. And universal design or the whole living in place concept isn't that institutional look that people think of. You don't even recognize some of these designs were designed with the living in place concept in mind, which for those of you that don't know, living in place is uh, a big movement that's happening where you can just stay in your home from birth to death, essentially, as long as you can live in your home, we're trying to make it design or design it as comfortably as possible um, using common sense. Like a lot of things are just common sense. So uh, the walk-in shower where you're not tripping over anything, additional lighting, those types of things are, we're seeing a lot of that in the competition. Uh, the soaking tub though, last year was a big hit. We saw really cool, innovative materials in the tubs at uh, KBiz. Um, and that can be anything from acrylic to marble. I mean, these tubs are amazing and a definite focal point. So those, those are kind of trends that are here to stay. They aren't real trendy. Um, trendy things could be the finish. And that's really kind of dependent on the person because finishes don't necessarily go out of style, but based on personal taste or style, you may select um, a stainless over a brass. You know, that's going to be dependent on what the overall style is. Uh, let's see, two, two, three years ago, our design competition, everything was modern, super, super modern. And that still seems to be kind of leading the way. It has these um, sharp, clean lines, which everybody picks on me for saying that because, you know, that the whole <laughs> contemporary movement is sharp, clean lines. Uh, but we still do see that, whether it's in um, the industrial look, the contemporary, you still are seeing those clean angles um, waterfall edges. Uh, we are seeing some different things with countertop edges, which is kind of fun. Uh, the shark nose edge, it's kind of like, like the dolphin shark, um, has more of a pointed nose to it. And I'm seeing some cool things happen there with LED lighting and just being to act, able to accent that differently or layer it a little bit different. So those things are up and coming. Uh, and we have seen some of those in the applications. This year, uh, we saw quite a bit of darker colors used, and there is some amazing things coming with black. Uh, so I don't want to give that away, but that is really exciting. So don't be afraid of black. Uh, it's, it's coming full force. 
or if it's here, I mean, people are using it. Um, so those types of things, as far as trends that are going to be lasting for a while, you know, the trendy stuff is kind of, I, I love that. I love to see the, the crazy patterns, but it's not for everyone. And I recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally true. Um, it's interesting too. I was at a project house yesterday and hearing you talk, it, it's, it's really true. Uh, taking some chances on colors. You know what I, I've also been seeing, and I saw this yesterday as well, that I don't recall seeing much of in the past. Yes, dark colors, but also bright colors, but also the mixing of metals, which is something that I don't really recall seeing before. I was in a kitchen yesterday that had, it had, I'm trying to think of everything it had. It had brass, it had brushed nickel, it had matte black, just in the metals. Um, and then it had a like a bronze pole in addition, but it all worked together. It, it, it went seamlessly, and I don't recall ever seeing that before. So I think to your point, you know, there's there's a little bit of bravery taking place out there, and it's really cool to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the U.S. market, I'm really impressed. So we went to London last year for London Design Week, and I was really trying to observe what's happening in mixing of metals and nothing. They are, they're very consistent in their metals. And then uh, directly after, I went to KBiz, and I was checking out all of the, the mixing of metals and how we're doing it on appliances and, and knobs and pools. Every, I mean, it is a time where anything goes. But there's also there's also that moment where it is it is pretty good idea to have someone that knows what they're doing. If you're going to be doing the everything goes kind of concept, make sure you get a designer involved because that could be a disaster. Yeah, um, no, no. And, and you know what? Listen, <laughs> to your point, you're absolutely right. And I only mentioned this particular project because this the designer that that I saw yesterday nailed it. I mean, just absolutely nailed it. Uh, but it. it and, and you know what's interesting, L, L to me, it, nailing it means you got it absolutely right. It looked flawless, but it looked simple, and nothing seemed out of place. Yeah, to me, design is like towing the line of of the rules and breaking the rules. Like you should just, <laughs> you should walk that line every day. <laughs> I love that. Something else you said too, which I think is really interesting, which we're starting to see is um, – the use and application of new technology within the kitchen and bath in particular, but you know, going to apps and s smart ranges and coffee machines that can that can make what you want, you know, out of memory, and the application of of artificial intelligence. I mean, AI is working into these apps through the algorithm algorithms. You've already got it in some refrigerators without it being too gimmicky. Uh, I think that was the trouble when a lot of these things first started, you know, like adding things to your shopping list when, when it, you know, when they were, when they run out or putting a TV on a refrigerator, it's great to have a screen on the refrigerator in some cases. Some people don't want that, but you know, sometimes things come off gimmicky at the start, but then they always give way to, you know, different applications. And I think that's what we're starting to see now. Would you, would you agree? Yes. So technology is definitely not there for the sake of having technology. People want to know that it, it enhances their lifestyle in some way, shape, or form. And safety is a big concern with technology. And I'm sitting here just looking at my refrigerator, and it was hanging open earlier because I didn't have something pushed in all the way. For me, having I, I don't have it, but the technology is out there that will alert you to say, 
the temperature of your of your refrigerator is dropping or your sink is overflowing or like your ovens has been on for 12 hours. Like it will start to alert you and say, is this okay? Or it will time out. So I think safety and security is number one for uh, the appliance industry, but there's also the convenience factor. Uh, when you're at work and you need to preheat your oven and it takes 20 minutes to preheat and you're running behind, you have sports, whatever, everyone has busy lives. Yeah. When you're able to preheat your oven while you're at the grocery store or on your way home from work, all those little conveniences save, you know, minutes during the end of the day, which add up to a lifetime of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I might have to quote you on that. Um, couple of final things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, so you went through the specs. If anyone has any, any questions or interest in pursuing this in the future, they can always go to nkba.org. Um, yes, that's correct. What are the timelines like right now? You know, you and I are talking in the middle of September 2018. We're going to be talking to, when I say we're, I mean Combo by Design, I'm going to be speaking with some of your judges and some of your past and uh, hopefully future winners which I'm really excited about, but I also want to make sure that everyone who's listening gets a chance to sort of, you know what, jot this down on your calendar. Here are the dates and timelines. Think about the projects that you have going on right now. If you want to take a chance and do something, you know, speculative and uh, conceptual, you have some time. So what are the timelines um, and dates on this? Yes. So we open up our design competition in a, right around April. So April 1st was the, the time this year. So April Fool's, that should be easy to remember. And we ended the competition or closed the submissions uh, end of July. So, or I'm sorry, it was mid-July. Let me think about that. Mid-July, I believe. So our competition was being judged the end of July into August. So all those submissions need to be submitted early summer and entered in late spring. So, and those timelines change every year, but if people wanted to get ready, um, those are, that's a great time frame to kind of look at. And they should also know that the competition is open to NKBA members only. And this year we ran an early bird special for people that were interested in submitting, uh, members could submit one entry free of charge. So that was a nice little added bonus that if you got your submissions in early, because let's be honest, nobody does that. Um, everyone <laughs> waits till the last minute and then they have a thousand questions and then they miss the deadline. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. So we were trying to encourage people to submit their projects a little bit earlier this year. So that is um, that was a little added bonus. And we may continue that for future years. So um, if you're an NKBA member, you can call our membership uh, team and they can help you uh, get registered. And by the way, like there's a thousand benefits to being a member of the NKBA. This is like a tip of the iceberg. There's so many things that are valuable in the industry. We have lead generation through web development. Like there, I mean, it's amazing how much, how little we charge for how much you get. So this competition is just one of those little benefits, but it is, it's incredibly worth it to um, take the time to just at least look it up. And the winner's are going to be announced when? So the winners will be announced um, Monday before KBiz, and that is at that big old party. 
and they find out as when everyone else finds out. So our winners are <laughs> kind of, they are contacted to know that they're coming to KBiz, but they have no idea where they've placed. So they know that they've won something. They just don't know what it is. And that's pretty exciting to see their honest reactions on stage two when you get first place. It is, it's a pretty big honor. That is, that is exciting. That's very cool. Uh, L. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate this. Yeah, thanks. You're so fun to talk to. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. You too. We're really, I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited about this. I, I think that, you know, because I've followed it in years past. And, you know, even though I'm not a designer or an architect, I do love looking at this stuff. And, and for me, this is kind of like kid in the candy store kind of thing. So it's fun to watch. I, I encourage all of the designers and architects who are, who are listening or watch our YouTube channel this is this is an opportunity to to get some credit uh for for what you do so um if you have a chance definitely look into it l thank you for the time and uh good luck with the event thank you so much all right convo by design is proud to be working with Vendôme Dome furniture design culture it's the key to their success it's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension they create dialogue between environment and form Vendôme pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? Creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest? Vendôme products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass, and metal designs are unique and they beg to be enjoyed. They search the planet for the right designers that embody the Vendôme spirit and work together to create remarkable pieces into an exclusively Vendôme mode of expression. And if you haven't seen Vendôme before, you can check them out in uh, some of the Convo by Design videos you'll find on our YouTube channel. But you can find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in LA, or online at Vendôme.com. <laughs>